Did you guys see Griezmann's uh, goal? Banger. His Slapasaurus Rex. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. <laughs> That's a good tweet. I think, I think we're calling that one, yeah. Griezmann with the Slapasaurus Rex. Yep. It's going out there. Welcome to Footy Fellas. Welcome, welcome to Footy Fellas. Welcome to Footy Fellas, coming at you from Chicago and Minnesota. We're going to be talking soccer, talking life, playing games, playing mind games. we got a little something for you. If you haven't yet, throw us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Footy Fellas Pod, F-O-O-T-Y Fellas Pod. Also, subscribe on YouTube to our growing channel at Footy Fellas Pod. We got a short and sweet episode for you this week, just like Thanksgiving, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was your savory? Thanks- was your Thanksgiving short and sweet? It was short. Was it? It, was, it was savory. It was savory. It was, it was short and sweet and savory because you had a nice compliment of um, some delicious homemade cranberries. That I think we went on the sweeter side. And we had a little a little citrus, a little sugar in there. Still delish, and then savory. I had a big old turkey. Had some collard greens, some mashed potatoes. Ooh, about this watering Slur- slurpy derp, yummy tummy. You never got to eating because. You were just sitting there looking at the food with saying different expressions. It looked good. Slurpy derp. It looked good. Yermy termy. And then it was really late at night. <laughs> food is sitting there. Just You're made sitting noises. There. Yep. I see your Thanksgiving. It was great. Uh, yeah. Nice, small family gathering. Food was excellent. The company was even better. Oh. Oh. That's such a good. I love that. Yeah, I just read this off his Hallmark card. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> what to say about Google? What do I say about my Thanksgiving? Icy's just an alien. He's trying to figure out how to be human, and he's everything he says is Hallmark oriented. Yeah, that Utah art structure or whatever that's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, don't tell anyone that was me. <laughs> Set that up. It's actually a beacon to my home planet. Which is where again? What's the name of your planet? Planet Zeptarian Spellman. Is that hyphenated? <laughs> oh, sorry. I actually mispronounced that. <laughs> Zeptarian Spellman. Yeah, it was uh, it's a weird one. It's a you small little. Two, can you say that two more times? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever, when you said the company, the company was lovely, my mind immediately went to all of us the societal thing to do was to have spend Thanksgiving with your company, with your work colleagues, of course, and just picturing a world where that was the case. Right. Which would be lovely. Well, every day is a holiday with, with, you know, people on my team, especially my boss. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say, follow an Icy's foot or Icy, anything you want to feed Max that he should be reading off now. Happy birthday. grandma. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Go to the next oh, card. Wait, wrong whoops, one. You whoops. need to you need to find a card that actually represents yeah. the situation. Yeah, you're right. Or you're, you're gonna right. seem like a fool. Oh, here we go. I found one. Congratulations on your first wisdom tooth, niece. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Toothless niece. Well, other big news outside of Thanksgiving in the in the soccer and the footy, the football world was Maradona. Mm. And the sad passing of Maradona. Whatever you thought about him, 
especially given all his crazy antics throughout his career and especially after his career and what he was known for. You can tell from the way everyone in the soccer world speaks about him just how incredible of a player, yes, on the pitch and just presence, what he did for the game and how much they think of him when they think of the game. And it just shows you how how treasured and, and revered he was by people all across the world. Yeah, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of <clears throat> former players and, and current players too, uh, in, in remembering him talk about how he, in their eyes, is the, you know, the greatest player of all time, um, which is not, I know we do throw word, words like goat around um, often, and I think we're, we're blessed to have players like um, Lionel Messi or uh, Christian Ronaldo, um, but end of the day, <clears throat> Cristiano, of course, end of the day, um, you, you know, I think when you look through the history books and you look at the old clips that you can see and you appreciate what kind of fields they were playing on and what kind of gear they had and how heavy the ball was, he still made it look effortless. Um, and uh, we're, we're, the world lost a good one. Yeah, I have to say I really do enjoy seeing a bunch of old footage popping up now after his passing. Uh, he just had a ball. I mean, soccer was the love of his life, and you can tell – in the way he would warm up, just a free spirit. It's such a, a different character. Uh, and it kind of felt like he maintained, he, he was sort of a, a wild, unique person throughout his whole life, which was, it, it's great. And he was, a, he was a joy to watch on the field. And uh, I, these videos of him loving soccer and, and just being in that carefree mindset is, is really nice and, and I really like to see that. There was an awesome story from whoever the Man U analyst is. is was it Neville? Someone else who would have been speaking on, I forget if it was BBC Gary Neville, or Gary Lineker? Or, yeah, it might have been Gary Lineker. I, I forget, but an awesome story when there was some sort of charity or all-star match when a bunch of players came together from different clubs and during the warm-ups, Maradona was at midfield just kicking the ball up as high as he could repeatedly no touches in between just one touch each touch being a kick as high as he could in the air would come down and he'd do the same thing again as high as he could in the air and he never moved more than two or three feet was the story he's just sitting in the in the center circle kicking it up waiting for it to come down kicking it all the way up and whoever the the former player was sharing this story they said they went back to their club afterwards and everyone of course had to try to practice because that's what you do and none of them could do it more than two or three times because it's insane. Yeah, it's so hard, and they're all running over the, all over the field like we like like we end up doing when we when we have fun trying to mess with that. And it's just such a otherworldly level of control and how close he was with the ball. I think represents what you were saying, Icy, which is just how much he loved the game, genuinely loved it. He just had fun. He had a lot of fun off the pitch too, um, which which you know is what kind of uh, gave him that kind of color. Um, and uh, perhaps, uh, you know, lost him some of his, um, I guess, reverence in, in some more conservative communities. But um, end of the day, I think game recognized game and uh, what he what he contributed on the field was something to be immortalized and respected forever. A lot of good tributes this weekend. Messi, um, Immobile some other players as well with jerseys and signs. And it's interesting that there's, I was trying to think about, is there a more recent player that retired more recently that you could see the same tributes happening for? Because I was thinking immediately about Kobe Bryant 
when he passed away earlier this year and just how many young players in the NBA idolized him. He also was playing four years ago, five years ago at this point, and it wasn't at the top of his game, but they were playing with him. They were playing against him. It's not necessarily the same for Maradona. I don't know year, what year exactly he retired, but it was more than five, 10, 15 years ago. And it's interesting that his legacy lasted that long where he's still the idol of so many, so many players. Yeah. You really don't <clears throat> see that in the soccer world. And, and maybe we can figure out, you know, how do you compare basketball greats to, to soccer greats? Um, but there is something to say when you think about all time greats for the game, it, it goes Pele, Maradona, um, and then, you know, Messi and Ronaldo are, you know, the two other guys you throw in that elite, elite mix. And there are other names you can throw around like, like Beckenbauer, Cruyff and, um, Haji. And, um, and then you have, you know, Ronaldo, uh, from Brazil. Like there are other ones you can kind of hit on Mm -hmm. and depending on your background culture, you might actually have them in a higher tier than, than some others. But when you're talking about on a global scale, um, Maradona's up there and, and it, he transcends generations. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, soccer is the world sport. So being so successful at the world cup level, uh, is huge for recognition around the globe. And, you know, he, he did, as we've seen videos of tributes from Napoli in Italy, he meant a lot to the club, a lot to the region. And I think they're like renaming the stadium after him now. You know, that sort of stuff uh, helps helps to propel his kind of stature at, in it after life, you know, after passing. 100%. Yeah, I believe he won the only two leagues and one cup that Napoli's ever won in their club history when he was a player for them. We said we're going to keep it short and sweet. We obviously wanted to talk about that because it's huge news and a lot of soccer players in the world of soccer and us and friends and everyone's talking about it and thinking about it because it is a pretty huge uh, event for a lot of people. But we're going to move into last week today, quickly run down everything that happened around the world of soccer so that you know what's going on. You stay in the know with what's going on. And then we got a little Thanksgiving related game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get you a little excited. It might make you hungry. Mm. So if you haven't eaten yet, grab a quick snack and keep listening. Nom, 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 nom. Cue the music, Tony. We're going to start in the NWSL, where they announced the 2021 schedule, which includes a Challenge Cup to start the season, followed by regular season and playoff games. So excited for more of that in 2021 from the NWSL. The U.S. Women's National Team was back in action for the first time since March of this year, and they beat Netherlands 2-0 with goals from Rose Lavelle, all-around superstar, and Christy Mewis making a long-awaited return from a serious injury who hadn't played in many years. So very exciting for the U.S. Women's National Team. Into EPL, Man City finally found their form in a 5-0 thrashing of Burnley. Liverpool tied late against Brighton with a controversial VAR call. Nothing new there. And Leeds grabbed a 1-0 win over Everton. You thought I forgot, Max. You're staring at me. I didn't. Man, you had a pretty dramatic comeback, 3-2 against Southampton as Cavani rose from the dead like Ooh. The Undertaker. Nice. little WWE reference there. Keep moving. Bundesliga. Dortmund continued to fall a bit in the standings after a 2-1 defeat to Köln, while RB Leipzig simultaneously leapfrogged them into second. Bayern's still on top. La Liga in Spain is also getting pretty crazy. Real Sociedad and Atletico Madrid are both tied up top the table. You heard that right. Real Sociedad. And they both have strong goal differentials. Real Madrid is in fourth. They lost 2-1. And Barcelona is in seventh. 
nice. with a game in hand. So pretty crazy looking La Liga. Random League of the Week Scottish Premiership. Rangers are having maybe their best season ever with a plus 38 goal difference through 15 games and remaining undefeated. So they've been destroying the competition week in, week out. Last two major tournaments going on. Some notable headlines from the Champions League after every team has played four of their six total group stage games. Bayern, Barcelona, Man City are each dominating their groups. Inter Milan is struggling a bit. And there's tight races in groups D and H, where Liverpool and Man U reside respectively. Europa League, same deal. Four out of six group stage games have been played. Arsenal, Hoffenheim, Granada, Leicester, and Villarreal are each bossing their groups. Celtic is the surprise there, as they've really struggled. Pretty much no chance that they make it out of their group, and they've done pretty well in the Europa League in the past. So looking like they won't make it out alive. Hmm. And that's your wrap up for all the soccer news happening all around the globe. Nice. Thanks, Big E. I, uh, I'm stoked about the Challenge Cup for the NWSL. It was a huge success, I think, this past year. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm curious to see how that plays into the regular season, if they're kind of using that as ranking or, or whatnot. But it's very cool. Yeah, great point. They had amazing ratings. Saw a lot of material, social content afterwards talking about how impressive it was ratings wise and viewership money brought in sponsors all that kind of stuff so definitely trying to carry that momentum into the to next season with some new teams like racing louisville we were talking about last week i see yeah it's gonna be great the other thing with real sociedad i turned to max after doing some research this morning and they're on top of of la liga they have some crazy goal difference they've scored 21 goals and given up four or something very close to that and they're not a team that traditionally does too well and they have David Silva bossing the middle of the park. 34-year-old David Silva, previously of Man City and, and other clubs throughout his long career, is their midfielder. And they're up top league La Liga. How cool is that? Class is permanent, gentlemen. Class is permanent. Can't lose him. He's great. Wow. City struggles. Real Sociedad is taking off. That's awesome. Direct correlation. Direct, Direct. correlation. It's like the coaching trees that you see in the NFL where they always look at, oh, this coach did great. City just sends players like Sané and David Silva. And there's mm. going to be one year where somehow everything lines up where the winner of each team, uh, each league has some ex-City player on their roster playing a key role. I would love that. Let's let's keep an eye out for that. I'm sure there's got to be some stats, some some tree coming from uh, from some big club like like Chelsea for example I'm sure if we tracked all like they they are known for having a massive loany system where they just take in a ton of players and let them out right like De Bruyne or Salah or like notable names that they've had in their their team Lukaku um it's uh I'm sure if we dig dug into there we could probably find something to ooh, let's let's work with the stat team let's figure this out work with Pierre Pierre I'm just looking at the the table for La Liga and Yes, Real Sociedad is doing very well. They play 11 games and they're on top of the table. But Atletico Madrid has two games in hand and they're only one point behind Real Sociedad. And they've only given up two goals this year? That's nuts. So Atletico Madrid is uh, is looking good as well. It's pretty insane. They've just never been able to convert. Simeone's a great coach. Their defense is always good. They always are fine scoring goals, even though they have a ton of talent just because that's the way they play is they don't give up any goals. But they just haven't, well, I guess they did win a Champions League or they lost that year, that one year in the Champions League against Real and they haven't won mm, recently. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they, the, 
yes to answer your question they haven't won any big trophies anytime recently they've only gotten close enough they won they won the league a little while ago but um uh even then they uh this year i think a lot of people are giving credit to the very same man that a lot of people were worried about this past year at least um and that is uh well twofold as two two men in particular one's a boy really uh, Simeone has, has shifted his system to be more attacking oriented, um, which is producing some great goals. And more, more importantly, it's um, unleashing and allowing his young starlet, Jao Felix, to, to dominate. Um, and he's, he's really rising and showing why he's worth uh, 120 some odd million dollars. No matter how good he plays, if he's worth 107 million, we're each worth like at least a million, just fraction wise. We're we're a one one hundredth of the player of Joe oh, Felix. Yeah. I, I I agree. Each of us. So maybe a package deal. Maybe we we send all three of us off to a European club for two point five. Can't split right? up the footy fellows. Yeah, we're a package. So deal. so who so did they pay us for the money or like would one of us have to be the general manager of footy fellows that that gets paid? I think we each get paid. We each get paid the money. That's how it yeah. works. Okay. Well, we get a salary too. I guess. Well, we'd get a salary. We'd probably get paid to. If we get a salary, I, I would actually do this, right? Well, we, let's let's hand us to Pierre. Pierre can crunch the numbers for us. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Or Maggie actually knows what she's doing. So no offense, Pierre. None taken. Thanks, Pierre. We're gonna head to our sponsor break. Thank our sponsors as always who make this all possible, and we'll be back with a little more Thanksgiving talk in a way that you might not expect. There are many startup companies trying to disrupt the old ways and introduce a new way to think and live. One of these such companies is Bathroom Brainstorm. They are looking to revitalize the stale look and feel of a bathroom. They are most known for saving space and having the toilet, shower, and bath all in one. Now you can go to the bathroom and shower at the same time. The best part is the shower and the toilet are interconnected so when you flush, The shower starts running with clean water, of course, to wash you off. Think of it as a full body bidet. Contact them for a free estimate today. Yep, I'm I'm sold. I wasn't sold until it rhymed at the end. Until they until they (laughs) rhymed their copy at the end. The bidet, full body something. Contact them today. Full body bidet. Contact them today. That's their jingle. All right. Bathroom brainstorm. Bathroom brainstorm. I don't know if you can use the word jingle when it comes to some sort of bathroom related thing. It just gives off the wrong vibes. Yeah, jingle, drip, uh, moist, dangle, dongle, and uh, you're saying those are all off limits. Those are all. Yeah. You're just reading what is yeah, off limits, I'm, just I'm in reading, case. <laughs> just so future reference, if you send in an ad and it's related to bathroom or plumbing or human plumbing, you you can't use those words. Did you, I see, did you check out any of the reviews online of what people are saying about the experience? Yeah, it's a bit mixed. I'm seeing about 3.2 out of five stars on Google. You know, a lot of people are iffy about having that toilet in the shower. Uh, but, but I mean, there are four, five, five excellent reviews about the, that bathroom being in the shower saves them time. It looks like they might be, uh, athletes or some sort of they, they work out a lot and so they like to save time after after a workout hop in the shower you know do what they got to do in the toilet as well at the same time as washing off so all five reviews are by the same person it is, might is, be yeah is there is their avatar just like a really cut looking mr potato head is that what is that what you see arnold schwarzenegger seems to be one's avatar and um mr bean 
is the other. Yeah. So I don't know what shirtless Mr. Bean. Can you can you be specific? Is it shirtless Mr. Bean? No, Mr. Bean in a suit per usual. I've talked with their team a bit, and they're really actually looking into adding and being the go-to manufacturer and installer of uh, bathroom shower fridges. So for your wine, for your beer, crank it. You know, in the shower, grab a beer, grab a wine. It uh, could be a good time. You know, I've always had an issue with guys. Uh, I, the amount of things I want, I wanted to have like toast. I've wanted to have burritos while in the shower. I feel like if, if they could get the microwave or a toaster or something while I'm also showering, just like a whole, almost a whole kitchenette, that would be uh, efficient. Yeah, I would really love my bathroom setup to be more like a conveyor belt where it kind of mm-hmm. just takes me down and spray, you know, sprays water on me. Okay, good. We're done. Dries me off. And then at the end of it, you know, breakfast is waiting. So you go through, you you place yourself on the conveyor belt, not stuff Correct. is coming through the conveyor belt for yep. you to access. Yep. Sounds like a car wash. I was going to say, that's okay. just a human car wash. Yep. yep. Business uh, idea? Whoa. I think, <laughs> saying, I think saying human car wash implies that like it's humans going through it. Like it's redundant to say car wash. So now when you're saying human car wash, it's like humans are going through it and then they're washed by cars or something like that. So it's a bunch of cars that are like like cars are or or even cars are like, you know how you have those windows where you can stand and watch as, yeah. as your car goes through? Well, it's the other way around. Your car sits there and watches you with its arms folded kind of looking at you. And then there's like a baby car that's like entertained by you going through the entire thing. All right. Just ideas. I think this is an old movie. I think it, I think it's it's already exists. I swear when I was younger, I saw it on TBS every once in a while. But wouldn't it be super scary if every car had a mind of its own and all they wanted to do was just run over people? Terrifying. I can't think of many more things as terrifying as that. Think about it for a little bit. Let it marinate. Terrifying. A semi truck just coming at you? What? How are you going to dodge that thing? I'm telling you dangerous that's a new horror movie big thanks to bathroom <laughs> brainstorm <laughs> no no, no. We, we don't have to get off it yet because everyone's probably edge of their seat right now i actually lived when i lived in in my small flat room in a flat in london in like a college space for uh, a semester my bath my toilet and my uh shower were just part of the same receptacle and but one of my other flatmates and good friends from school used to love saying my bathroom's in my shower because it was, and it was just a curtain that would be off to the side and you'd pull out and it would split the tiny bathroom in half. And that's how the water wouldn't get everywhere. And it was nice. So I have no problem going all out with bathroom brainstorm. If they need a test case. As long as there's no car in there with a mind of its own and a knife. Yeah, and a knife. It could, if it could use a knife, then it has arms. Then it's like a whole, then it's impossible. That's game over. Yeah, what if cars, all right, stay with me. <laughs> what if they had legs, all right? Keep going, Jones, and, and work us, yeah, and transition us okay. into our Thanksgiving you know, game. I got you. What if, all right, in a world where car, in a world where cars have a mind of their own and soccer players could be equated to Thanksgiving meals, what would the footy fellas decide? Who would be the turkey? Who would be the green beans? That's the transition. So uh, the game we want to play today is uh, uh, is an ode to Thanksgiving. Um, uh, with that now in our rear view, uh, we'd love to hear what players uh, that the footy fellas are thankful for this year. 
and not in just normal style, of course, um, but in a true Thanksgiving manner. Specifically, we'd like to know what players you guys would equate to standard Thanksgiving spread. That is, let me know who you believe in all of world football represents those crisp green beans whose play, personality, style screams stuffing, cranberries, gravy, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie with a dollop of ice cream. And of course, that centerpiece of a sumptuous gobble gobble turkey. I don't know how you guys want to go about this. We could start with each food and go around. Yeah, I think I think we'll, we'll go that way. Um, I'll kick us off this first round. Um, and that's going to be green beans. Um, I think to me, green beans are refreshing. They are crisp and they are objectively lean. And when I think of a lean, crisp, refreshing player, I think of Riyad Mahrez. Crispy finishes, very lean, spindly kind of guy. He is, he's my green beans. I see. What do you got? Yeah. My green bean is going to be Diego Jota and you know, green beans on the plate for a turkey meal. Uh, could be hit or miss on how they're made. Recent addition to my plate come Thanksgiving, Jota, recent addition to Liverpool, has been crushing it, hitting it on a, hitting it in all strides. Uh, he's going to be my green bean. How about you, Eli? My singular green bean is Sergio Ramos. He is lean. He's mean. He's tough like green beans. And... He's a little soggy right now because he's injured. And I kind of like it when the green beans are cooked, but then they're a little, there's a little, they're falling a little bit in the middle. That's when they're most tasty. And that's why I appreciate Sergio Ramos for being the green beans on my plate. These are really interesting. I like how different we're going with all of these ones. Um, Eli, can you kick us off here and talk to me about, talk to me about who's, who's your stuffing? My stuffing, we're going to jump right to an all-timer. My stuffing is Lionel Messi. Whoa. And apologies if either of you have Lionel Messi because he's now on my plate to, to be yeah, to be devoured. He's number one. He's uh, delicious. He is incredibly fun to see. Like the stuffing, you turn the corner right. You're, you close your eyes for a sec, Fofs. You turn the corner on wherever your food is being captured. Your eyes immediately dart to the stuffing, and it's like, whoa, you're enthralled. That's messy. He's also everyone's low key favorite. Hence the stuffing. Wow. That's an interesting take here. I've, I've been, I don't know about you guys. I've also been mesmerized by stuffing quite often. Um, personally, uh, my stuffing is always well-seasoned. It is filling and it is dense, much like Wes Morgan. <laughs> All right. He's been around the block and he's thick like a brick. I see what you got. Yeah. So stuffing, I'm going with good old Nashville defender, Dan Lovett. So stuffing Ooh. for me, it's not. Uh, as a defender, right, uh, not the usually a player doesn't have the the prettiest, you know, footwork and all that stuff. Same with stuffing, not the prettiest to look at, but is an amazing uh, portion of that Thanksgiving plate. Dan is an amazing defender and is going to lead Nashville tonight to victory. Let's go. Let's go on Nashville. I see. Talk to me about your cranberry selection. Yeah, my cranberry selection uh, actually. Uh, was my last selection of my plate this year. Uh, can really bring the whole team around. Um, recent addition uh, to the winter plate. Uh, it, I went with Weston McKenney on this one. Um, uh, a youngin to the world stage, crushing it, just like uh, Cranberries did on my Thanksgiving plate this year. 
did the cranberries crush it on your plate or did you crush the cranberries? Uh, the, the cranberries did a fantastic job this year on my plate and made everything taste just that much better. Yeah, until you crush them. Okay, you crush them at some point. When you either with your knife or your spoon or your teeth, you crush them. Whom crushed whom is the question. <laughs> Eli, what you got? I have Kevin De Bruyne, Kevin De Bruyne as my cranberry because he kind of dribbles into everything else. Just like on your plate, the cranberries kind of <laughs> little leakage and everything else on the plate, which is tasty. Most importantly, though, and why I thought of him first, he's a redhead. Cranberries, as you know, they're red if you've had them before. And Brian's a redhead. Nice. Nice. Uh, my, my cranberries, they're, they're usually bitter, but they're also a little sweet. Um, and I prefer them in small doses. I don't go all out on cranberry. Uh, so my bittersweet and small and good in small doses is uh, a young Mario Balotelli, of course, naturally. Um, let's move into mashed potatoes. Wait, really quick. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Mario Balotelli is your cranberries? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like that. I like that call a lot because cranberries are kind of that pizzazz to the to the to the plate. It's kind of like ooh, you know, a little a little sugar in there. I like that. Bal- Balotelli, you never knew what you were gonna get. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate I appreciate that add on. That, that is helpful, actually. No, no, no. Walk me through how Ramos is green beans again. <laughs> no, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. That, that was good, Ice. That was a good, uh, good combo. Uh, mashed potatoes. Um, I think it's me on the rotation now. Uh, mashed potatoes. Let me tell you a thing about mashed potatoes. Let me tell you a thing about Crest Hill Farms mashed potatoes. Uh, mashed potatoes. They are thick but creamy. All right? And they act like a bigger deal than they actually are. Let's be real. All right? They get a lot of hype. <laughs> they get a lot of hype. But there are other... Other bigger players on this on this plate, all right. So thick and creamy, little. <laughs> are you drooling? Don't get it on the mic. This is not waterproof. Uh, is uh, is obviously Shakiri. I mean, this guy thick, creamy, and <laughs> acts a little bigger than he actually is. Uh, Eli, what you got? My mashed potatoes slightly similar. I use different adjectives. Same idea. I had strong, hearty makes their presence known, which definitely applies to Shakiri. I have Jordan Morris of the Seattle nice. of the Seattle Sounders. Yes. He's been awesome this year. <laughs> he was great in their playoff game when I was watching the other night. And he he just remind he reminds me of mashed potatoes, not in the way they're all like, you know, mashed up, but just like the strong and I love mashed potatoes. And I'm starting to like Jordan Morris as a player more. So it's great. I see what you got. Yeah, so mashed potatoes for me, uh, they bring the whole meal together interact with all food items on the plate and complement them beautifully. My mashed potato is Bruno Fernandez. What he, what he brings to the United team uh, meshes well with everyone and uh, drops dimes, also gets some goals. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, uh, let's go Let's go back to Icy. Icy, what you got for your gravy? Yeah. All right. Gravy is a huge, oh, it's underrated on the on the Thanksgiving plate. And it's just, you know, you know what you're gonna get when you get some someone good making the gravy. And this is going to Rose Lavelle after seeing her goal against Netherlands this past week. It's the composure and clinical nature uh, that gets that gets this goal. It's not right. Gravy's nothing uh, super fancy. It's clinical. You know what you're gonna get. Tastes good all the time. Rose Lavelle. I appreciate that. I, I took I took gravy a different direction. For me, gravy is sure to clog up the arteries. I think that's 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 one thing I accept when I have my my gravy. But 
Um, it also, I also just love it and I cover, it covers everything. It, it goes everywhere, uh, on the turkey, on the mashed potatoes, even in the cranberries and the stuffing. So therefore my player is in Golo Conte, mm. you know, man, man's everywhere, clogging up all of the, all of the openings, uh, and, uh, is a, is a heartthrob. Yeah. What you got? Some of these feel like they should be rap lyrics using the the food as the tie-in or the rhyme that you don't expect you know like ngolo Conte, he's gravy like all over the field jordan morris like morris's mashed potatoes like jordan morris must have been described as mashed potatoes uh, for the past decade unrelated to thanksgiving in march people are calling him mashed potatoes i mean maybe mike watts Ooh, a little call back to the word sneak game we played with him nice for my mash no not my mashed potatoes my gravy we this is a piled high plate this is like a thick thanksgiving plate at this point we need we're talking big boy big boy uh like dishes not even a plate yeah like a full dish houses brick houses are eating these i was thinking about gravy in the way that we use the expression a little bit of gravy on top oh that's gravy on top it's kind of extra mm. it's good but it's extra and i have christian pulisic mm. american mm. stud and so much potential he's so good it's more about the team he's on right now and the role he plays where he kind of comes off the bench. You expect him to do something great. He's an amazing player and he's still very young, but they have so many options that he still feels like extra. They function, function fine without him, but then you sprinkle that you put the gravy, you don't sprinkle gravy. I, trust me. I have Thanksgiving. I eat Thanksgiving. <laughs> Prove it. You put the gravy on top, you pour the gravy on top and that's like bringing Christian Pulisic off the bench. Oh, gorgeous. Nice beard gorgeous. today. Yeah, bearded man, just like my gravy. I like yeah, it. I like my gravy with a nice beard. <laughs> um, I'll kick us off on the turkey. All right, and uh, I think this is this is a big one for 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 us. So let's make sure we get them right. Um, turkey for me is the centerpiece. Uh, it's 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 what everyone's focused on. It's it's nice and juicy. There's a lot to take from it. Um, and by and large, it's how the meal gets judged. All right, you have a bad turkey, then the meal was bad. It doesn't matter how the game went. It's a it was a bad game. I think I think a big old turkey in my life is Paul Pogba, a guy who always always gets the the flack and he always gets the praise if he if he does decently. Um, but but yeah, he's a he's a big old juicy centerpiece of a bird. Uh, if I had to rank one, I see what you what you got in the turkey game. Yeah, so like similar similarly, turkeys can rake or break the Thanksgiving meal. You never want to get a piece of turkey that's too dry, brutal. You always want it. Uh, cooked to perfection. So I'm going with the Argentinian midfielder for Minnesota United FC in the MLS, Reynoso. Uh, Reynoso absolutely needs to be playing an excellent game for the team to do well. And so he is going to be my turkey this year. Nice. My turkey is already being used by someone else's mashed potatoes and for the exact same reason. So I think the real difference here between me and Icy is that we just think about the Thanksgiving plate differently because mm. I had the same reasoning. I had the turkey as the heart of the meal. It's kind of the engine, which is which is how you spoke about my turkey, Bruno Fernandez, mm. for the mashed potatoes. So we're on the same page. We just think of turkey and mashed potatoes differently, which is luckily something we can overcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's the engine. He's the engine. You know, I think if you... you th- Yes, there are plenty of other ways to do Thanksgiving. You don't need to have turkey, but that's synonymous with Thanksgiving. And Bruno Fernandez, at this point, right in this moment, is very synonymous with United's success. 1,000%. Do you guys think whenever these players are involved in a game and they do something big, we should refer to them as you know mashed potatoes or cranberries or 
Um, so maybe something to think about, guys. Some some exclamations you can yell out. Yeah. Um, Eli, would you mind kicking us off on the desserts? Oh yeah, talking? very excited about these two desserts to really bring the plate. And these are going on top of everything else on that same plate slash dish, or they're uh, in their own receptacle. In the way that I've just listed this order is the way your plate has been stacked. So there's a base layer of green beans. All right, you have stuffing coated evenly above that, and then we're just stacking them on. So yes, right on top. This is going to be delicious. All right, <laughs> I kind of want to put the ice cream under the pumpkin pie just for almost like an architectural, structural exercise just yep. to see how the stack plays out, but right. I'll go pumpkin pie first. My pumpkin pie, Harry Kane, hmm. he does it all. Seems like a nice guy, pretty sweet from the All or Nothing documentary. He's a good, uh, good leader, and most importantly, he knows how to finish. Hmm. You bring in the pumpkin pie, you put it, put a slice of pumpkin pie down right inside the 18, balls coming across, pumpkin pie is going to smack it in. That's Harry Kane. That's great. I'm a big fan of that. Icy, what you, what you got for your pumpkin pie? Yeah, my pumpkin pie, uh, pumpkin pie for me is, is arguably my favorite part of a Thanksgiving meal. Um, and it's going to go to the best player in the world, Messi. It's, mm. it, it just, there's not much to say. Pumpkin pie, Messi, it's a combo that you can't beat. Love it. My pumpkin pie is uh, both smooth and sweet. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he just, he does, he, he does what he needs to do and it's always gorgeous and I love eating it. And that is my boy, David Silva. Of course, of course I, I'd nibble on his elbow if I uh, give him the option. Let's keep the same rotation here so people can track in the back of their minds, uh, what they got their pumpkin pie with their ice cream. Eli, what, what, what do you got for your scoop of ice cream, your little dollop? Yeah. I'm glad you, you framed it like that because mine is definitely a combo because you likely are eating mm. the pumpkin pie and ice cream together just like Kane and son nice work together so we're sticking with the tottenham combo i've talked about a couple times this year but they have been so good and pumpkin pie and ice cream together are very good with son you don't realize how much you want him until he's on your plate your mm. figurative plate your mm. team mm-hmm. more literally mm-hmm. same with the ice cream he's he's the side he's the sidekick you could argue harry kane is probably more important to tottenham still at this point a better player if you were to rank them but without sun the team is just not as nice it's not as tasty their football doesn't look as good it doesn't taste as good that's why you need the pumpkin pie ice cream combo of kane as the centerpiece sun as the dollop on top delicious i i would i, I wonder what jose eats <clears throat> i see what you got yes yeah, so that's a great call uh biggie and you know i did not actually pick the players as accompanying uh, combos given the pumpkin and ice cream i pumpkin pie and ice cream i don't eat those two together uh for thanksgiving but i went with cavani as a scoop of ice cream the finisher the closer he had two assists and a goal today are you kidding me they won three two over southampton uh yes that game played a huge factor in my uh, picks for the plate today uh, but cavani easily the finisher top it off for thanksgiving meal delicious um i did i did go the combo route i i figured that's uh that's that's how you know i eat it if if i do if i do have ice cream i'm fortunate enough <clears throat> and uh once upon a time city was fortunate fortunate enough to have this duo um my scoop of ice cream is a diminutive compliment um of the pie and sits atop the meal literally on top of the meal top of the formation that's sergio Aguero. um Sergio and David uh, have combined for a alarmingly large amount of goals um, and uh, yummies in my tummies. Um, that rounds out the meal, uh, gentlemen. I think we've got a great plate. 
a great cast of characters, and I hope we don't actually eat any of them. Is this all going on one plate, the way you said that? Y- yeah, yes, technically. Seems like a lot of food. It's, uh, it's going to be one plate. Uh, the, the players have agreed that they will dress up as their uh, designated foods, and we'll be coming over to our apartment here in Chicago <laughs> and uh, get nice and cozy. Eli, you, so you don't watch Great British Bake Show like Jones and I do. But when Jones was saying, you know, green beans are that base layer and then you've got uh, stuffing mm-hmm. that next layer, just think of it as those round cake, the round cakes. And we're just stacking each of these round cakes on top of mm-hmm. each other. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, we're building our Thanksgiving monolith cake. I just, I just don't know how Balotelli's going to handle Shakiri's calves in his face, but <laughs> it might might be yummy. I think Pulisic is going to get along with everyone as the as the gravy. He's going to be he's going to have to chat with everyone, kind of like at a dinner party in the beginning, because he's going to end up showing up on top of them. And I think he just he seems like he could chat you up, just genuinely nice guy. He could have a good conversation with Ramos, De Bruyne, even if they're they're foes. Oh, what's up, De Bruyne, my dude? You're so talented and awesome. Totally tubular, man. Man, we play in the same league every day. Have you, been, awesome. have you been voicing the champions? Is that you? Yeah, I didn't want to flex, but <laughs> got a credit on BR Football. I'm BD. Check me out. Good stuff. Good stuff all around. Thank you if you've listened this far. We do appreciate it. We appreciate all the support. Check us out on social channels. We're, we're making a lot of awesome content for you. For us, it's exciting. It's more exciting if you're a part of it. And... We'll be back with you next week. We got an exciting interview coming up that is maybe food related. Maybe not. We're not even sure because we haven't planned it yet, but we'll be back soon. See you later. See you next week. One of them such a cop out though. I feel dumb even saying it. Is it, even is it Christian Ronaldo? <laughs> it's Christian. <laughs> yeah, what's Ly- what's Lionel's first name then? Lee. Lionel. Lester. <laughs> Lester Messi. <laughs> <laughs>